Jewish audio on Kabbat.org. Tanya portion for the ninth day of the first Adar in a leap year, page 123-124. We continue now in a series of chapters of Tanya, which began with chapter 26, dealing with depression and various other conditions which might prevent a Jew from service to God. Because in order to serve God, we need to feel joyous, happy, uplifted, and depression and other negative feelings do not allow us to feel this joy and this happiness and have an uplifted heart. Now in chapter 29, he goes into, he segues into a different problem. He goes into what we might call today apathy. What he refers to as dullness of the heart. We know the famous joke, what's the difference between ignorance and apathy? And the answer is, I don't know and I don't care. So he says in chapter 29, Ach, however, Eidachas, there's one more issue. Tzorechloshis eitzes benapshis habeinanim. That the benani, the non-tzaddik has to deal with, has to search for solutions. Asher that, lipomim occasionally, Ve'itim rabim, and sometimes more often than it should be. Yeshlohem timtum halev. They develop an apathy or a dullness of the heart. They can't get excited about anything spiritual. You know the old saying, if I can't eat it, and I can't touch it, and I can't feel it, I can't smell it, then it's not there. You want me to get excited about a love of God? I love seven-layer cake. Yesh lo'em timtum they develop a dullness of the heart. Shena said they become ke'eben like a rock, like a stone. And this person can simply not open his heart no way, no how. Or as they used to say, no way, Jose. To the service of the heart. Zut feel a prayer. You talk to me about prayer. I should feel God. I should feel godliness. How do you feel God? I want to feel chocolate. So a person develops this feeling of dullness of the heart. Apathy not being able to relate to spirituality. Vigam and furthermore, lipomim sometimes, the person finds that it's impossible to combat one's evil inclination, one's natural desires, the Kaddish Atzmei, to sanctify himself, bemuterlei, with the permissible. This is a theme that we touched upon earlier. That in addition 
to having discipline, not to engage in the forbidden. What is forbidden is forbidden. We should also have discipline not to overindulge in the permissible. Just because the cow is kosher, you don't have to eat the whole cow. Just because the wine is kosher, you don't have to finish the case. Not to overindulge and in in general to discipline oneself in the pleasures of life. Discipline is a great thing. The Alter Rebbe said it makes one holy. So a person comes to a state where he's unable to do this battle. He becomes compulsively involved in pleasure-seeking or what have you. So la is unable to battle, to combat in my or the evil inclination. Check. To sanctify himself in the permissible, which is a mitzvah, because he develops a heavy heart, meaning a dull heart, meaning apathy. So what does one do? One wakes up and says, intellectually, I know I should be feeling spirituality, but I don't. As they used to say back in Newark when I was a kid, do me something. So the Alter Rebbe says, this is the prescribed solution. We actually find the solution to apathy, to dullness of the heart, to the inability to feel spiritual feelings. Bezohar HaKodesh, or HaKodesh, brought down in the Holy Zohar. What does the Holy Zohar tell us? The Omar Rav, Misifta Began Eden, the head of the school, the head of the yeshiva in the Garden of Eden. I guess in the Garden of Eden, they have a yeshiva, they have a school. You have to pay tuition, you have to speak to the dean of admissions. So the head of the academy in Gan Eden taught the following. He said, what do we do in this physical world if a person is trying to create a fire in the fireplace? So he goes outside. He takes a log, a beautiful, gorgeous log, puts it in the fireplace, and then takes out his Bic lighter and gives it a flick of his Bic, and he's trying to kindle the log, and it doesn't go. And he's hocking and clocking. It doesn't go. The only thing he's able to ignite is his fingers a little bit. But the log, not going anywhere. Said the head of the academy in Gan Eden, Aramaic, Salik If you have a log, which is not penetrated by fire, there's only one answer. It's not that you need a bigger fire. The fire is fine. You need to break up the log a little bit. Take it out of the fireplace. Take it outside. Take the axe. Chop it up a little bit. Put it back. It's going to catch in no time. Therefore, the moral of the story as far as we're concerned, Gufa de la Salik Benaheda, if there's a body that doesn't take the light of the soul, the light of the soul, if a person feels a feeling of apathy 
where spirituality doesn't reach him, mevachinle, you have to break the body up a little bit. <clears throat> means the body is doing too much pleasure seeking, too much pursuit of pleasures. And as he says, it's better we should do it on our own than chas v'sholem, God should do it. It means we need to have a talk with ourselves and ask ourselves what our priorities are and where we are and perhaps we're caught up a little bit too much in stuff we shouldn't be caught up in. Pirush, the meaning is, the light of the soul, because the light of the soul, and the light of intellect, doesn't illuminate sufficiently, to rule, to conquer, to rule, the material pursuits of the body. The body is a body, and the body wants pleasure, and it wants it now. And this particular energy of the soul is not strong enough to ignite this light within the body, to break the body from its bodily pursuits. And even though Shemavin, even though the person understands, he understands, and he contemplates and meditates intellectually in the greatness of Hashem. If he can stop and think and meditate, he says, yes, everything I am pursuing is transient, it's temporary, it's passing, and Hashem is eternal, and so on. Nevertheless, it just doesn't sink in. It doesn't catch. It doesn't cleave. Bimocho in his brain, kolkach sufficiently, sheyuchal limshel alchumrius halev, that it could have an effect and rule and penetrate the mundane dimension, the materialism of the heart. Because we say, hey, I'm a material person, I live in a material world, so I have material pursuits, leave me alone. Why is that? Because the person becomes so engaged in material pursuits, that person becomes so crass, the person becomes so coarse, that it takes a lot of effort to break that coarseness, to break that crassness, to be able to even begin to feel the message of spirituality as he will continue in tomorrow's Tanya portion.